Slice Audio. On this episode of Bounce from the Roadhouse, an OnlyFans burglar, the mysterious thank you note, Rosie the Roomba, doppelgangers, and so much more. Don't forget to subscribe, leave us a review and some stars. Plus, follow us on Facebook. Look for The Roadhouse with Amy and Brandon and TikTok, The Roadhouse Show. If you'd like to leave us a message, 605-389-3456. Anything and everything. Bounce from the Roadhouse! If you think you're having a manic Monday, this might make you feel a little better. This 20-year-old man from Pennsylvania, he traveled to New Hampshire to meet this woman that he knew from the internet. She had an OnlyFans account, and he was a subscriber, okay? It doesn't say if they ever actually met. Instead, he broke into her house, stole her house key, he had a duplicate made, and he would enter and leave freely. He was essentially living in her attic for four days and would take videos of the woman while she was sleeping. She had no idea. It doesn't say how he was caught, but he was. He's been charged with four counts of burglary, and he was released on a $2,500 cash bail. This is terrifying. The court says here that he's wearing a tracking device and is not allowed to go to New Hampshire or contact this woman. It's also possible he could face additional charges as well. This is creepy. Very creepy. If you're anywhere online, this could happen to you. You just need to be very careful. Watch your back. And this guy's not allowed to go to New Hampshire and contact this woman. But who's who's to say he's not going to do this to another woman? Wow, crazy. All because of an OnlyFans page. I guess you can say he's her top fan. This is proof that the pandemic really is winding down because the World Health Organization is now turning their attention to this. They issued this new global guidelines for concert venues. Wow that suggest keeping the average sound level below 100 decibels to protect people's hearing. (laughs) So, should concert venues have a designated quiet zone now? This is, (laughs) I don't know. I think people should just stay home and watch it on TV. Yeah, well, I mean, okay, I look at it both ways here, okay? Uh, I, I deal with this kind of stuff all the time. There's certain rooms we go play in that are not made for live music, and it is loud in there no matter what you do. Like, even if there wasn't a band, just people in there talking is going to be really loud, possibly close to 100 dB. A person don't think about it, but on my watch, I have a dB meter, and we're talking in the 70s right now. And so it's like, it gets loud. So I get what they're saying, but at the same token, if I'm going to a concert, I kind of want it to party. You know, I want it to be loud. So, well, Like over the weekend, the Monster Truck Show. Yeah. Douglas and I wear earplugs. Michael has his yeah. his uh, earmuffs on or whatever yeah. they're called. <laughs> but yeah, because those noises, man, that like almost hurts after a while. Oh, yeah. Good vibrating of a motor. It's like, oh, yeah. yeah, it like really does hurt your ears. It'll rattle wax loose from like pff, 1985. <laughs> yeah. But like music concerts, I want it loud. Yeah. That's the whole point. I'm not going to put ear plugs in at a concert. I mostly want the bass. Like, I want the sub to, like, make my heart be like, oh, gosh, what was that? And make my stomach upset. Like, that's how I want it. I love it. So is this going to be like a new pandemic? Is this going to be like <laughs> Def 19? Like, we're going to have to quarantine at home with no sounds. 
If you want to go into the concert, you have to prove that one, you've stayed home for two weeks with lower DB ratings than 75, and then two, you've had your vaccination against the D, the deaf 19. Yes, and you cannot get into the concert without your earplugs. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) People are going to be wearing masks and earplugs. You're not going to be able to hear anything. Like, people will have their mask on talking to you with earplugs, and you're going to be like, what? 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 And then it's going to be too loud because you're yelling at each other. Yeah. What's happening to this world? (laughs) On my social media, on the TV, anywhere you go, it's gas prices, gas prices. Mm Because, I mean, I think... I posted this on our Facebook page that we should just start prancercising to work. <laughs> prancercising? Prancercise, get, get our exercise in, you know, if, you know, or we can just ride a bike. Can, I was just saying, can I just ride my mom's bike? I don't know what <laughs> prancercise is. Oh, it's just like walking fast, but like moving your hips and, and frolicking around. Oh, that's how I walk. It would be fun. That's how I walk in general, just normal walking. <laughs> that's how I... That's how I walk, but no, my my friends, this is fuel pricing. Before they just rocketed up another buck a gallon, my wife drives a Toyota 4Runner. We've had it for a while, but it's got the V8 in it, so it gets like 13, 14 miles to the gallon. And I was joking with her like a couple months ago. You know, it'd almost be just as cheap for you to go buy a brand new car and make a car payment than it is to pay fuel for this 4Runner. Mm-hmm. And now it's really true. Oh, my gosh. You can go buy, like, a car that gets 40 miles to the gallon, and you'd be actually spending the same money, but you got a brand new car. You, you know? could also but, go buy a couple horses. Yeah. <laughs> we, we should just stick it to the big man and just start riding horses again. Could you imagine the bike rack over here at the bank's got horses tied to I it? I would love it. Some hay laying around, or we've got them... We've got them uh, ankle brace together, whatever, so they hobble. They hobble along instead of they can't run off, you know? <laughs> Yeah, that'll save you on gas. Just don't buy gas anymore. Mm-hmm. Just buy some hay for your horse. But then the only bad side is hay prices are going to go up because how'd you get the hay? Well, oh, you're somebody right. had to drive it to you. And some, that got and somebody had to use a tractor to yep. plow it or whatever you, when you go haying. Is this, it plowing? This is a bunch of hay. This is just, it's like, hey, gas prices. Cool. What the hay? Helping to ease the pain at the pump. It's the gas saving tip of the day. Reducing the weight of your vehicle can increase your gas mileage. Remove extra cargo like golf clubs or tools. Also, try slimming down to eliminate extra body weight you may be carrying. In other words, lose the junk in both your trunks. Check it out. Join us again for another gas-saving tip of the day. My Manic Monday just got better. Guess who just showed up? What's up? <laughs> yeah. You just like drive straight here? Oh yeah. You know how we roll. We don't care, snow or not. We're driving. Speaking of driving, how much did you spend on gas? A lot. A lot, 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 lot. Like, they literally were raising the gas prices that were pulling into the gas stations this last weekend. Like, it was horrible. And where did you go? We went all the way over into Iowa and back through South Dakota. Oh, my. So how much did you spend on gas? You know, I... Every time we stopped, this is what irritates me, is they raise the fuel prices. We were almost spending 5 bucks a gallon on diesel, and uh, they don't raise the minimum. You know how like they'll cap you out for like 75 bucks at a gas pump? Well, it doesn't take you long to get to 75 bucks at 5 bucks a gallon, you know? And you got to swipe your card twice, sometimes a third time, because it's 150 160 bucks to fill up a tank. Oh, my gosh. It's like, this is embarrassing. This is a lot of fuel. I thought my $70 was, well, was high. Here's a good for instance. We filled up in Mitchell 
right? And we leave Mitchell, drove about 110 miles, and then stopped to fill up mostly because somebody needed to pee. We didn't need fuel, but we're like, let's, we're here. Let's just top off. The fuel prices were lower at this fuel station, so it's like, let's take advantage of it. It was still 100 bucks to Yikes. go, or I'm sorry. 85 bucks to go 100 miles that's what it was so about like 80 bucks to go 100 miles say oh my gosh that's horrible did you guys (laughs) even make any money while you were gone (laughs) that is yet to be determined but no uh it's coming and there's nothing you can do to stop it a monster the price of gas Don't ever leave your home. Because a monster will get me? No, because you can't afford it. (gasps) The pump says I owe 50 bucks for half a tank. It's even hurting the villains from classic horror films. Oh my God, it's Leatherface. Oh, you can't afford enough gas to start your chainsaw. (laughs) It's horrifying gas prices. (laughs) Your heart won't be the only thing that stops pumping. Previously, you told us a story about how naughty your dog Jensie was, and people loved it. Like, people were emailing and texting, like, things that yeah. their dogs have done. Flipping dog. Yeah, so now, what what else has Jensie done? So, like, the wife had made some chicken noodle soup uh, this last week, and <laughs> she makes me a bowl, a warm bowl of chicken noodle soup, and leaves me a sleeve of Ritz crackers sitting in the cup holder next to where I was sitting and going to eat. Well, I went to the bathroom, took a leak, I come back, the Ritz crackers are gone. And I'm like, what? For real? And Jensie does this. Now, for a reminder to everybody, my German Shepherd Jensie, great dog, love this dog, love of my life. We have another dog, a Lab Coon Pyrenees. Big, yellow, she's cuddly, she's slow, lazy, super great dog. She's not, she doesn't listen very well as far as commands like, Macy, come sit. You know, she's like, she like walks over, sits down, like, ugh, do I have to do this? That's kind of her personality, very lazy. Uh, on walks, Jensie listens really well, Macy doesn't, you know, and so that's a difference. Opposite, apparently, when it comes to crackers on the couch, and this is why. Crackers are gone. I immediately look at Jensie. Where are the crackers? And she hangs her head low Aww. because we have a doggy door. So I know she took them outside. And I'm like, oh, well. So I, I do whatever man would do. I went and grabbed more crackers out of the cupboard. <laughs> and so uh, actually I went and stood at the cupboard and was like, where's the crackers? No. <laughs> but anyway, so I sit down. I'm eating my soup. And we're all talking about it. And we're like, we looked out the window trying to find, see if the dogs are eating on these crackers out in the yard. And I'm telling my son to go pick up the crackers. And he's saying no. All of a sudden, we're sitting there talking. And here comes Macy in from outside carrying the crackers and just sets them. I hear this on the ground. And I'm like, what? There's <laughs> this half chewed up sleeve of Reese's crackers sitting on the ground. We gave her a treat. We're like, good girl. And then <laughs> we a while back we bought a brand new. Wait, toast. did so did Macy take the crackers or did Jensie? No, Macy brought them back in. Like as in <laughs> like I'll bring them in. The, she took them out there. Here they are. And we're like, I'm like maybe. Or did you look at the camera? No. So that's just it, right? Remember flashback to when Jensie was running amok inside the house. Macy was trying to deter her from causing trouble. Right. So this whole time I'm thinking Macy never listens. She's actually the good dog trying to calm Jensie down. Jensie's trying to cause a bunch of trouble. So she brings the crackers in like, here's your stinking crackers, you know. So then a while back we'd bought a new toaster that would go right next to our can opener, right? But we can't find the can opener. 
So we're like, where's the can opener? Maybe the day when Jancy was running amok, maybe she ripped the can opener off the counter and took it outside. So I asked Macy, you happen to know where the can opener is? She went outside. I've been missing a suitcase full of a million dollars for a long time now. I wonder if Macy could come find that for me. One of the most annoying things in the world, I think, is when you get hiccups. Like, so annoying. Especially, like, if you worked out the day before and you're like... It's like, oh man, you're sore, so painful. And there's like all different kinds of theories on what's get what gets rid of hiccups. I think you know, just forgetting that you have them will get rid of them. But there's like, of course, holding your breath. Yep, I I always found that helps. Drinking water, just like chugging some water. Okay. Now I've never heard of this: eating a spoonful of sugar or peanut butter. I've heard of it, never tried it. But yeah, I mean, hey, sugar it. and peanut butter, I'm in. I'll try that next time. Sucking on a lemon? <laughs> uh. Wow. Uh, scaring someone or thinking about cows? Now, I've heard about scaring people, but thinking about cows? <laughs> what? <laughs> that's really weird. So you mean like a farmer or rancher never gets hiccups? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I guess being scared triggers the vagus nerve in the neck. Oh. And cows... Wow, I've never even heard of that Are before. Are they calming? So it calms the vagus nerve? <laughs> I guess it just moves your thoughts. <laughs> oh! Yeah. It's utter madness, folks, but it's stopping hiccups <laughs> around the world. That's what it says here. It just puts your concentration somewhere else. Wow. I mean, okay, whatever works. We're going to try that. When, when one of us gets the hiccups, I'm going to think about a cow and okay. see what happens. Fair enough. I know uh, when we're around the house and I'm irritable, and like somebody in the family has hiccups and they just sit there and hiccup. I'm like, you good? Er. Can you like go somewhere else? Do you want to go hiccup anywhere else? Or how about you want to go outside and check that hiccup out out there? Huh? <laughs> there needs there needs to be like a hiccup section, like yeah. in a restaurant. How there used to be the smoking se- sec- oh. section. Section. <laughs> Would you like the hiccup section or the non hiccup section? Or the private room if you're breastfeeding, but it's like the hiccup yeah. room. So the got, lactation room is the hiccup room. lactating and people in there with the hiccups. Sometimes the babies get the hiccups too. <laughs> hey, you're in there. <laughs> get some milk. Maybe help your hiccups, you know? Why not? That's really disgusting. <laughs> Whatever helps. If it stops it. Ma'am, I've got the hiccups, uh, if you don't mind. You're going to give me the hiccups. <laughs> so previously we were talking about hiccups and mm-hmm how for all these years there's been the the list of ways to get rid of hiccups yeah and there was an interesting one on there thinking about cows and we're like why don't we come up with our own ideas then brandon had the the milk idea which we won't get into no but it might have been the breast idea ever yeah however i really think the get up i'm still stuck in my head you do the get up to the cowboy boogie must spin around hey that might it might work Grab your sweetheart and chokers. Next time you get the hiccups, why don't you try it? Okay, I will. (laughs) So during the break, we finally, you know, decided we should come up with our own list of ways to get rid of hiccups. So we came up with five unconventional ways to get rid of hiccups. The Roadhouse. Top five unconventional ways to get rid of hiccups. Number five, thinking of Brandon naked. (laughs) Yeah. That might help. (laughs) (laughs) Number four, snorting cocaine off of a knife. (laughs) (laughs) Woo! (laughs) Number three, milking your cat. (laughs) (laughs) Number two, attaching the jumper cables from your truck battery to your nipples. (laughs) 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 Top five unconventional ways to get rid of hiccups. Number one, 
Just take a trip to Russia. The Roadhouse. Five. I am Florida man. And I'm Florida woman. Yeehaw. Florida man. We haven't had a Florida man story nice. in a while. That's good. We talk a lot about getting out of speeding tickets. Oh, yeah. Right? We, we've got all kinds of excuses. Yeah, I've showed my chest. <laughs> I've never heard of anybody using this one. He actually used three different excuses. Oh. They pulled him over. He ran a stop sign. He was doing 50 in a 30 mile per hour zone as well. So the cop's chest cam got all of this on video, and now it's on social media. <laughs> so first the guy said he just bought the car and was only speeding because he didn't know how to get out of sport mode in his car. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what kind of car this was either. Then his story changed. He claimed that he only ran the stop sign to avoid another car that was coming. But the cops saw the whole thing, knew it wasn't true. So then his story changed again. And he said, let me just play what he said real quick. I just found out that Putin has just said he's going to launch nuclear thermal war against the world. And I was trying to get back to my house to find what was going on. So he just found out that Putin was going to nuke the world. So he was rushing home to read the news. <laughs> Still didn't get out of the ticket. Still got a ticket. I was like, well, bad news for you. Sorry. <laughs> ah, they posted this video on social media. Can cops oh, yeah. do that? Uh, apparently. In Florida, I think they have different rules, which is why we always share Florida stories, because they can, they're an open book. <laughs> so apparently, when you get videoed or you get pulled over by a cop, you just know, hey, this is probably going to end up on the news somewhere. I think it's funny that he brought Russia into this because he was Russian home. <laughs> oh! I had the strangest thing happen to me the other day. It is so weird and creepy. So the doorbell rings the other night, mm-hmm. and my son gets all excited because he thinks he gets presents when packages show up. So he's oh. all excited, dog's mm-hmm. barking. I go to the door, there's like this thin envelope mm. on the ground, and it has a UPS label on it, three-day shipping. Okay. And it's made out to me with my maiden name on it. Wow. And I'm like, oh, what is this? You know, was not expecting anything. Uh-huh. So I go to open it, and there's a thank you note inside. Hmm. And I'm holding it in my hand, and I'm like, it feels like there's something inside it. And so hmm. I'm like all excited to open this. It says, thank you. It's this beautiful thank you card. Yeah. I open it up. Nothing inside. Completely blank. Nothing. And I'm like, did I did something fall out of this envelope? You know, I'm looking mm. under furniture, nothing. Completely blank. Wow. So I go and get my UV light, I'm like scanning over it. Maybe there's like a, a secret hidden invisible ink. Hold and up. I'm like, nothing, hold, nothing. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, time out. You have a UV light? <laughs> yeah. Hold on. So it's, even, it's connected to another, it's like a big flashlight that has a UV light on it. What in the world? Where'd you get one of them? I don't know. I've had it for years. Wow. What else do you UV? Nothing. I've never used it before. (laughs) But one of my friends was like, maybe you should UV light it. Maybe there's like invisible ink on it. Nothing. That's crazy. I'm so like, I posted pictures of it on Facebook and it's never happened to any of my friends. I Googled it like blank thank you note from this company. Nothing. Wow. And the company that it's from is the company that makes the thank you note. I've never ordered anything from them. I went through all my Amazon orders, huh. all my orders at Christmas time. Nothing. Nothing wow. related to this. It was so, the weirdest thing. Do, so you mean it says that it came from the company or 
somebody got on and ordered a thank you card from the company to you. What I'm willing to bet is somebody wrote a message, you know what I mean, like got on there, logged on. You know how you can go onto the online order form and you fill it out, and then they sent it off to you, but the but the text didn't make it onto the thank you note. That's that's the genuine simple side of this is if you're not being too weird and creepy that i bet you somebody has a message they meant to thank you for doing something you did because you're a very generous person and then unfortunately their message didn't make it you would think there would be something like a piece of paper from the company like order more thank you cards from us or something like that here's how you can order a thank you card for somebody Mm. there was nothing like that maybe Maybe it's like, you know, when you order something off Amazon and it's one big order that you made, but they all show up in different packages. Maybe the rest of your thank you stuff's coming in a different package. I don't know, but it's super creepy. (laughs) Or maybe there's just a creep out there that's like he was sitting across the street in his car, you know, watching you open up that package. You know, for several (laughs) years throughout my whole teenage life, I had a stalker in Arizona. Oh, yeah. So this kind of stuff is not okay with me. He just got out of jail and now he's like, it's possible. Yeah. Or is this like a message from heaven? It could be something good like that, that, or it could be something creepy like a stalker. Well, TBT to be determined. TBD? D? We're going to keep trying to figure this out. Hey, if there's a creeper out there, just so you know, now everybody knows what you've done. And you need to go somewhere else. And I am friends with the cops. So we have a podcast. We have a new thing we're doing. It's called Once Upon a Time. So we have brought in special guest D-Ray Knight and Roadhouse David Spade. We have the unsolved mystery of the thank you note. So we're going to use that topic today for our Once Upon a Time. Okay. We're all going to take turns and figure out how this story ends. Once upon a time, there was a beautiful princess who heard a knock on the door. She went to answer the door and found this package laying on the floor. And in the package was a blank thank you card. She found herself wondering who, where, why. Who would leave a blank thank you card for me? Who wants to give me thanks? Or what did I do for someone that would deserve thanks? And inside the box, wrapped in a sheer gold cloth, was a pack of crayons with every color she could not find why the blank thank you card she thought till her son colored on it and it unveiled a message and the message said thank you (laughs) that got me (laughs) reiterating that this card was a thank you card from some unknown maybe lover She looked into the letters and noticed that they were arrows leading to a treasure. Then she grabbed the map and knew she had to find her way. So she followed the arrows to... The place that the card said the arrows would lead to. (laughs) By including a 25% off discount to Midas mufflers. Which was perfect because Amy had just ran over... A dead cat, and it sprang up and took off the muffler, leaving it hanging and loud, and it frightened her. And her muffler kept saying, Meow! <laughs> <laughs> meow! And she was really tired of that. So this was quite the gift. <laughs> you would have thought with that Jeep, her exhaust would have said, Roar, roar. <laughs> but not with this 25% off coupon. It will roar no more. That's right. It roars no more. Because thanks to 25% off, 
at Midas. She basically discovered a muffler pot of gold. And she lived happily ever Ever after. after. The end. We've been talking about this a lot lately, how Douglas and I have been wanting to get a Roomba. We've been talking about this for like a year now. And we finally got one. And he's been like obsessed with it. Like that's all he will talk about is the Roomba. Yeah. Like uh, like getting it set up and learning the rooms and stuff. And I've been like so annoyed with it. I'm just like, quit talking about the Roomba. You know, I got like didn't even want to use it anymore. I'm just like, just do your Roomba thing, Roomba however you want to. And then, you know, just leave it alone, you know. And what a sucky conversation. (laughs) Okay. Thanks for the dad joke. Yeah. (laughs) But finally, it's calmed down. Okay. We've named her Rosie, like from the Jetsons, you know. Okay. And I decided to clean yesterday. Right. Starting to get energy back yeah. after having COVID. So Rosie starts vacuuming. I'm like, oh, maybe I'll follow her and, you know, with the mop or whatever. Why not? And so I start mopping and then I start wiping down counters. And so Rosie and I ended up cleaning the house together. Yeah. Like I dusted, like I haven't done this in a while. And it was fun. Like I bonded with Rosie yesterday. Mm-hmm. That's good. She got best friend, your best friend, Rosie. Yeah. It's, it's like she's a person. That's good. I was like, what is, does Rosie have conversations with you or say anything or well, just listens? Yeah, just she she kind of listens and scares the dog every once in a while. It's kind of funny. She That's likes weird. to pick on the dog. But uh, yeah, I she does feel like a part of the family, like she's a person. What's so. the dog think of Rosie? He hates her. Yeah, does not a fan, huh? Yeah, she, she goes and tries to vacuum around his bed and he's like, mm-mm. Gets up and gets mad. Yeah, and just kind of goes and stands in the corner and waits for her to that's be done. But funny. she does a wonderful job. She leaves the beautiful lines in the carpet. Yeah, that's awesome. I so did not everything. expect that. Wow. First of all, I didn't expect her to be so loud. Well. And then she leaves the lines in the carpet. But hey, loud means you're working. You know, hey. One thing we can't figure out is she runs out of battery. She's supposed to go back to her home and charge when yeah. that happens. But I think she's still learning the house a little bit and doesn't realize how far away she is. Oh. Because she'll like start going back and then die on the way there. Yeah. And then she doesn't go and empty her bin when she's supposed to. Oh. She just doesn't know when to stop. She just keeps working. She's got it. Like when that bin starts getting full, she yeah. needs to go back to her home and, and empty it out because I'm tired of doing it. That's good. So here, I ask every female this question. Now, do you typically pre-rosie okay would you dust then vacuum or do you vacuum and then dust i like to dust first that way i don't walk over the beautiful lines in the carpet oh see now there's a tinker you'll have to come over and meet rosie sometime yeah i mean i might have to maybe can i borrow rosie (laughs) no she's a sucker but not that kind of sucker I'm not looking forward to the day where Michael's a teenager and he comes home and he has homework he doesn't understand. I'm terrified. I almost want to, like, go back to school so I can help him. I think I'm just going to have to have, like, a a tutor on the side that can come help him. Because I just read this. There's a new poll. 40% of parents have done their kids' homework for them at least once. But maybe they'd be better off on their own because half of parents admit they struggle with it. Yeah. They don't have any clue what their kids are doing well i'm thankful enough that with my high iq i'm able to bounce right in and figure this stuff out. <laughs> whatever your kids so, ask you for help no <laughs> they're <laughs> smarter than that 
<laughs> Where do they do when they need help with their homework? Call their mother. <laughs> Even when they're at their, your house? Yeah. When they're at your well, house, they call their mom to help with their homework. Why would why would I want to be able to help them out? They're not, I'm not going to get them anywhere. No, they just know better. Yeah, they know better. They're like, don't ask dad. But, Last time I asked him, I got an F on my paper. No, they know better. There's never been. I, I'm not even that bad. I can help them out, but they really just end up teaching me. But the real thing is we're lucky in our family because, one, their grandma is a retired school teacher, and she still substitutes. So she understands all the you know the three r's writing uh arithmetic and the other r and so it's like it's nice to be able to rely on that reading i think the first thing she taught him was don't ask your dad no but the hardest thing is even if you even with the old wife she graduated summa cum laude or whatever and it it uh (laughs) she even looks at this stuff like how do you learn it you know because it's totally different it's a different way of learning math it's a different way of learning the the science and look it's like let's die dissect a frog or something bring it on home let's cut let's cut into that thing but nobody cares about doing that we are blessed with the presence of D-Ray Knight. It's Thursday, <laughs> dummy of the daytime. I don't know if I'd say blessed, but I'm here, okay? I'm here, I'm awake. You were sent from the heavens. There's blessings and there's curses. Sometimes it's the same thing. <laughs> there it is. There it is. <laughs> Look at this dude. Oh, no, 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 no. What do you have for us today? Oh, today is Dummy of the Day International. Oh, yeah. We go to the nation of Pakistan, Hmm. where where apparently there's still sorcerers. Oh. And Pakistani officials are hunting down a sorcerer, trying to arrest a sorcerer. What is a sorcerer? A guy who sources. (laughs) Like on Google? No, he's a—he's like a magician. He's like a witch. Okay. Okay, like a witch doctor. Anyway, so this sorcerer was, um, uh, how do I want to put this? The sorcerer, a woman asked the sorcerer to guarantee that she would have a baby boy. Now, what does a sorcerer look like? A sorcerer looks like in Pakistan or just generally speaking a sorcerer? In Pakistan. Um, how do you not know? Really? Does have you have not like, watched any movies ever? Does he look like Gandalf the Great from Lord of the Rings? That's what I have pictured. Yeah. Ex- okay. Ex- except in a turban. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. Instead of the pointed wizard hat, they got it. I guess. I don't know. I just need yeah. to you know, have the story in my mind. Okay. There you go. Anyway, so this woman goes to a sorcerer mm. because she wants to have a baby boy because apparently having baby boys is an important thing in Pakistani culture in rural areas. And so the sorcerer tells her. That in order to guarantee she has a baby boy, he has to pound a nail into her head. What? <laughs> yes. Uh. Yes. <laughs> so she goes to the hospital in uh, a northwestern city of Pashawar, and uh, after trying to extract the nail out of her head with pliers herself, she finally goes to the hospital because she's in excruciating pain. Yeah. And she gets to the hospital, and of course, like all things, they're like, why do you have a nail in your head? Yep. And she's like, well, I want to have a baby boy. <laughs> and they're like, what? <laughs> well, the sorcerer told me. Well, if the sorcerer told me, then I guess it's okay, right? Well, anyway, luckily, the nail missed her brain. Well, that's good. <laughs> well. <laughs> or, or exactly, Brandon, or maybe not, because it may have rattled something around there, and she wouldn't believe in sorcerers to give her baby boys. You know, so. Maybe she didn't so, have a lot to work with. Is that yeah. all they did together was the nail in the head? Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, he nailed her, but in the head. Exactly. <laughs> I guess that I, I I figured, Amy, that was your next question. Yes. Okay. Well, and she had a nail biting headache. I mean. Oh. So the other day, got a weird package in the mail. Yeah. This empty thank you note. It's creeped me out. I posted it on my Facebook page, and other people are like, "Wow, that's creepy." It is weird. Is there an- was there anthrax in there? Or, you know, and it's weird because when I was a teenager, I had a stalker that they never caught. Mm-hmm. It just kind of like faded out. Even after I graduated high school and I moved here, I lived in Sturgis with my grandpa. Yeah, I continued to get phone calls from oh. that crazy person, and then I ended up moving to Tennessee, got married. And then it kind of stopped. I mean, I could see you. And it's being always st- in the back of my mind. I could see you being a stalker, stalkerable. I mean, you're a very pretty, beautiful woman. I could see how people would be like afraid to approach you, but they just want to stalk you. Oh yes, thanks. So they, you know, here's a blank thank you card. I, I would come home and the phone would ring instantly, and it would be like a a man whispering and telling me everywhere I had been. I seen you at. It's, not, it's nothing to joke about. It, it was it was really scary, and the cops yeah. said they couldn't do anything until he physically harmed me. Oh, that's messed up. And I remember creepy things happening, like sitting out back with my brother, and, and somebody threw like a giant rock on top of the pool cover. Like, weird things like that. That is weird. My dad ended up putting cameras up around the outside of the house. It like wow. got out of control. That's a little excessive. Yeah. I mean, a phone call here and there, or like a letter, you know, in the mail. That's still weird, but not as creepy as, hey, I'm going to heave this huge rock at the pool. That's messed up. So you can see why this thank you note is kind of freaking me out a little bit. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And so yesterday, I'm driving down 44, and I'm like, I need to go through the car wash because my car has like all the salt stuff stuck on it, you know? Jeep don't play when it's dirty. Yeah, so I'm driving behind this car. It's like a a hoop-de-hoop car. Oh, I neat. Know. I don't yeah. know what that is, but okay. Do you know what year it was? <laughs> it like was like one 17? of those older, longer cars, and it sounded like it had like a souped-up engine in it. Oh, yeah. Like one of those cars that would like bounce up and down type oh, of thing. Oh, yeah. Forgot the shocks, but yeah. replaced the motor. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I was driving behind that car, and I, I got into the right lane, because that's where the gas station and okay. the car wash were. Yep. So I get over, and I'm behind another car now. Oh, okay. And this guy must have thought I was like racing him or something. Oh, yeah. Not sure. But he like merged in between this tiny space (laughs) between me and the car in front of me and like completely (laughs) just completely cut me off oh yeah and then he ended up going to the gas station too well he needed to and i was like my heart was just like pounding (laughs) so that that kind of freaked me out a little bit yeah and like little things like that are oh i just hate it yeah that stuff is is frustrating I, i don't know what it is with some drivers and i don't think it's just in this town i've driven in a lot of towns in the last few years we're traveling and stuff like that but what is it with people on the road and like you turn your blinker on and there's two types of people you turn your blinker on like i need to get over for whatever reason it doesn't freaking matter why i need to get in the right lane has nothing to do with your life but can i please get into the right lane is what yes. the blinker means and they're like mm, not today and they speed up oh yeah and you're like why though like why can't i just excuse me you know we're all driving here you know like what is the deal with in my that? circumstance there was nobody behind me <laughs> yeah, so why would this guy why did he have to cut me off yeah, like that no reason slow down and get behind you what's the point you know or is he the crazy thank you note guy maybe he's like and she never responded to my blank thank you i'll never send you a blank thank you again here's a thank you the high gas prices that you're about to put in your car at this gas station 
It's Roadhouse Mailbag time. Voicemails, emails. Which one should we do? Email? Yeah, let's do email. Okay. This one's coming from Michael. He says he went out on a date with a girl. She was beautiful, kind, everything he's ever wanted in a woman. But then when they went out to dinner, she sat down, took a bite of her food, and chewed with her mouth open. And this (laughs) is, he says, that it's one of his biggest pet peeves, and he doesn't know what to do about it. (laughs) Let's give him some advice, Brandon. What do you say? Well, I mean, so like... There's people who chew with their mouth open, and it's like a little bit. You know, you do that, and it's like, Ew, that's kind of gross. Or is she like, ow, ow, ow. well, anyways, the other day, ow, ow. you know, because there's two different types of mouth open chewing. If she's <laughs> aggressive about it, I don't know. How pretty is, you know, is it a deal breaker? You just got to gotta really do a soul search. What would you do? If it was the right woman, I had the in it right away. It was feelings. I'd probably go on some more dates and see if it's there. You know what I mean? Uh, I think you can always work on the mouth chewing thing. Maybe she's not aware of it. Maybe nobody's ever told her. You know, uh, maybe it's something she could stop. If she don't stop, well, are you willing to live with this one thing if everything else is good? Like if she checks all the other boxes. You know, I don't know. Yeah. See, in my mind, if I was in this situation. I would be like, wow, that's disgusting, because that is one of my pet peeves as well. I would probably be thinking, what am I doing? <laughs> what am I doing that's irritating, you know? Yeah. Well, so I don't know. I mean, we all know that neither one of us have flaws. So I wish I like, could be that person that could just be like, hey, close your mouth when you chew. It's disgusting. But then that's going to probably scare off the girl. Well, so you can't really do that. Yeah, it's your first date, so you do got to tread a little softly. You can't just be like, whoa. <laughs> how do you do that softly? Arr, hey, how about the floodgates on your mouth while you're chewing, huh? Boy, that food looks good and it sounds good. <laughs> hey, I'm full because I'm grossed out by your chewing. Yeah, I guess I'll skip my meal. I watched <laughs> you eat yours. Looks like some people want to chime in on this. The phones are ringing, so we're going to take some phone calls and we'll be back to talk more about this. Yeah, we could use some help, that's for sure. So we've been talking about an email that we received from Michael. He went out on a date with this woman, and she was everything he's ever wanted. Mm. Beautiful, kind, caring. What a dream. And then they sat down to eat, and she started chewing with her mouth open. And he does not like that. It's like one of his pet peeves. So he's asking us for some advice. So we're going to go to the phone lines because they seem to light up. People seem to have the answers. Hello, the Roadhouse. I bet he's happy for COVID. He can just tell her to wear a mask all the time. <laughs> what would you do if you were out on a date with a guy and he he was just everything you ever wanted until he started chewing on his food? If it was such a big deal breaker, I honestly would just tell him. I am known from all my friends and family. I don't have a filter. It ends badly with a lot of people, but I, I that's just how I am. So if he really wants to be with her... He's just got to tell her, because if it goes on down the road and then eventually he snaps, he just better tell her if he's really that upset by it. I think a lot of people just need to be more honest, whether, you know, it sucks if it hurts someone's feelings, but if it bothers you that much, you just got to bite the bullet and say it. In this day and age, it's called hardballing. Yes. (laughs) I say if she's chewing with her mouth open, you just start throwing stuff at her mouth while she's chewing. Maybe she'll start choking, like throw almonds at her or... Maybe chunks of, like, if you're eating a steak, cut up a little piece and try to make it in her mouth while she's chewing. <laughs> Until Zinger. she starts choking and dies. Okay, let's take another caller. Hello, the Roadhouse. 
you jive with someone or you love with you love someone or you're getting good vibes, stuff like that's not gonna turn you off. So, but what after after a while it does? Well, after a while, if it's a problem, I guess I don't know. We all have idiosyncrasies. Every one of us does. No one's perfect in any relationship. So, if there's an issue with something that's bothering you, you could bring it up to them. But just be prepared. You're gonna get several more thrown right back at you because you're not perfect either. So. So after all of this, it it seems like people just need to hardball and be honest. Or throw stuff in her mouth. We've been sitting here thinking about St. Patrick's Day memories. And they're pretty crazy. I only have one crazy one, actually. Really? And it involved my coworkers here. Oh, boy. <laughs> it was me. It was Random Guy. It was D-Ray Knight uh-huh. and his wife, Maridel. Oh, nice. And it wasn't actually on St. Patrick's Day. It was on Putt and Pub Day. Oh, And we yeah. were like, yeah, let's put a team together. You know, we'll talk about it and get it all going. Mm-hmm. And so we show up at this event. We're all excited. We got matching shirts on. <laughs> we're, we're going around to all the different places, you know, putting our way. Yeah. And we'd have a drink at every spot. Of course. And then once we started getting a little bit warmed up about you know the third place in we're like why don't we do some patron shots yeah what are we thinking <laughs> <laughs> so we start doing some shots and then of course you have a beer oh, to yeah. chase it with got to and then we start doing shots and beers at every location after that boy i don't remember how many spots there were i don't even think we made it to all of them <laughs> yeah the last spot i remember was cape Passa. Mm. and i think we did more than one patron shot at that that's one that's never good and I don't really remember anything else Ooh. after that. Capasa was it. And then I like snapped out of it and I was sitting on some steps in the black in the back of the blind lion speakeasy, <laughs> just sitting on the steps, and I must have just kind of fell asleep there. And I woke up and I was like, Where is everybody? I guess <laughs> we all got separated. D Ray and his wife got in a argument. They don't remember it, but it's on their doorbell camera. Oh boy. <laughs> and then Stitch was by himself he did the whole thing he he finished by himself <laughs> like, where is everybody and he, he ended up back at the finish line and we were nowhere to be he's found. too competitive to give up yeah. yeah i had to call douglas to come pick me up oh boy oh it was it was a mess i think we all got in trouble that night yeah i don't and it know, was and it was it felt like nine o'clock at night at the end and it was like two in the afternoon <laughs> that's <laughs> i've had those days where you're like oh my gosh it's time for bed and they're like it's two in the afternoon dude yeah. Like, oh, no. And although we got in trouble, and it, it was just a fun memory that we oh, all yeah. had. We kind of Good bonded, times. you know? Good times. I, I I think some of my best St. Patty's Day memories were pre-kids when I lived in Minnesota for a couple of years. And we would go. There was one of our favorite places to go hang out was a kind of an Irish pub place. And uh, it was called. The Randy Leprechaun. Garden Gnomes Are Us. Santa's Workshop on St. Patrick's Day. It, no, it was Kathy's Pub. But it was our favorite place downtown, and we would go down there and hang out. They'd always have green beer. It was that big dark wood bar. They'd have bands, you know, the whole thing. And so it was just a lot of fun. We'd shoot pool. We had a lot of really good friends there, but uh, everybody drank a lot. <laughs> yeah. And so, like, as far as good memories from St. Patrick's Day, hard to say. How we woke up in the – I just woke up in the morning and was like, <laughs> we made it. <laughs> somehow we always made it home none of us ever remembered how i mean we didn't drive we all got rides but still <laughs> it's funny how we call them memories when we don't really remember that's what you, we were talking about it earlier let's let's share some saint patty's day memories and i'm like 
so those are kind of blank. I love Prank Call Friday. Today, we have found this voice online where you can type in whatever you want, and we decided that we would create something that sounded like we were making a collect call from jail. This is what it sounds like. This is a collect call from the Pennington County Jail. Please say accept to accept the charges. So we're going to try to get Brandon's mom. Hello? Hello, this is a collect call from the Pennington County Jail. Please say accept to accept the charges. (laughs) I can't believe my own mom just hung up on me. Uh, Who else can we call? Uh, Our boss? I mean, if you were in jail and needed some good bail money. I know people have in the past. Like, for real. So let's call (laughs) Murdoch. Okay, one sec. I hope he picks up. Here's Murdoch. Hello, this is a collect call from the Pennington County Jail. Please say accept to accept the charges. Uh, um, yes. This is a collect call from the Pennington County Jail. Please say accept to accept the charges. Accept. Hey, man. Hey, hey, it's Brandon. Me and Amy, we're out trying to do a bit. And it, long story short, it went sideways. It's not good. I had to trade a cup of soup just so I could use the phone and give you a call. But, <laughs> Wait but, a minute. You had to trade a cup of soup? Yeah, they wouldn't. They weren't gonna let me use the phones. The other what, what did you guys do to get arrested? Yeah, <laughs> oh, it's a long story. This and, is a little less. Well, like I don't know how many minutes you have, but like I kind of gotta know what's going on here. So, okay, Amy had me out on the corner with my cutoff shorts on. Okay, it wasn't. It wasn't too inappropriate. I may or may not have flashed some old ladies. It's not a big deal. I thought they were into it. Turns out they're not. And so now we're in here, but the bad thing is, is it's like, it's going to cost like 20 grand to get us out of here. 20 grand? Yeah. I know. I don't know who else to call. I called my mom and she hung up. So I don't know who else to call. Um, you guys might want to find 20 grand of talent. Yeah. That's what we were hoping to find while we were in here, but I got a guy eyeball on my backside. I'm getting pranked. What do you mean, pranked? <laughs> I got, I got this guy. Oh man, you guys have me going for a bit with the with the with the collect call voice. <laughs> <laughs> oh dang it! But yeah, no, you wouldn't spend twenty grand on us. What the heck? I would. Um, I I'd, I'd certainly do at least ten and an inmate to be named on a future pick. <laughs> we are worth way more than twenty thousand dollars. <laughs> So there goes our annual paycheck, and we just there you there, there's, there, your bonuses could be a, a bail up to ten grand. <laughs> yeah. There's your Christmas bonus. Now Have we know what would really happen. You guys are great. You too. You too. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. We like to keep people up to date on the dating trend terms. You know, dry dating, hesitating, <laughs> proud singlehood, slow dating, mm-hmm. hardballing, things like that. There's yeah. a new one that came out today. Usually these come out on Fridays, so we thought we would educate you. It's our job to share. (laughs) You've seen things of people, you know, things online, people looking like they're pets. 
Oh, yeah. There's science behind that. Yeah. And now there's science behind this as well. People dating people that look like them. Oh. It's called doppelbanging. <laughs> it's a feed off of doppelganger, of course. Huh. But this term is referring to people that date other people that look just like them. Wow, I don't want to date anybody that looks like me. <laughs> <laughs> I even found online some celebrity examples. Yeah. Tom Brady and his wife, Giselle. They look alike? Apparently. She's way hotter than he is. I mean, he's cute and all, but... Courtney Cox and Johnny McDade. Hmm. Kind of. I can see it. Kristen Stewart and her fiancé, Dylan Meyer. Okay. Hmm. Jessica Biel and Justin Timberlake. I don't see no, that one. I don't see that one at all. They Jessica both have nice Beals. bodies, though. Jessica's way taller. <laughs> Benedict Cumberbatch and his wife, Sophie Hunter. Yes. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Look it up. Her name's Sophie Cumberbatch? They are definitely doppelbangers. <laughs> I, could you imagine if my wife looked like me? Oh, yeah. Get over <laughs> here, you chubby little girl with that facial hair and that skullet. Let me pull on that skullet, baby. Come on over here. No. Ew. I don't want to doppelbang anybody that looks like me now i could see it coming from a woman because they're all pretty you know like you're beautiful i could see you being like hey this guy's as good looking as i am and that might douglas might be if you put on a wig he might look like you you ever put a wig on douglas yeah Nah. did he look good no no you didn't want to doppelbang him no you know? he, he looked like anchorman <laughs> <laughs> he looked just like him ron his- burgundy Hello, my name is Douglas Burgundy. (laughs) I'm in a glass case of emotion. (laughs) That'd be awesome. I want to see this. I got to see some pictures of Douglas. Do I look like Anchorman? No. Well. Mm, I love scotch. I love scotch. Scotchy scotch scotch. I'm sure everybody's seen the headline that McDonald's has decided to temporarily shut down in Russia. I think it's funny because they temporarily you know they're like we don't like them right now so we're not gonna give them any sausage mcmuffins right now but once this is over you know we'll like them again and we'll give them some french fries well i think it's good though because just because of one guy they ain't gonna be putting up with it you know (laughs) they're like hey let's stop it for now we'll quit putting out mcdonald's until things settle down are they did they say if they're doing it for the safety of their employees or are they doing it as in like look if you don't quit your nonsense, no more McDonald's for you. You know what I mean? Like like to a child, nope, you don't get McDonald's today. I but, know they're still paying their employees and all the business expenses, so that's kind of nice. See, I feel like that. Kinda, it's nice that they're paying their employees. Yeah. But their business expenses, to a certain extent, I mean, then you're just helping the government, right? You're helping the economy. You're essentially still feeding... I guess the animal yeah. or whatever. You're still giving the people money to put into their economy. Might as well just be open. I don't know. No. Maybe maybe just say, look, you get some, you get some, but if you support Putin, no no, no more stuff for you. So is this hurting out. us? McDonald's is American owned. I don't know. It's costing them $50 million to do this. I guess it would hurt you if you own stock. I wonder if on the last day they were open before they closed, if everybody was rushing in to get some of their McDonald's and they were just putting it out, you know, like, oh my gosh, get your French fries, get your McDoubles or whatever the heck you want to eat and get your, all your Mickey things. And do I get a toy with that? All your stuff. Have you ever tried to heat up McDonald's? No. It's the worst idea ever. It's good in the air fryer, the French fries. Oh. It like turns them back into brand new French fries. You might've just changed my world. (laughs) What McDonald's might've changed the world. What if this 
stops Russia? What if they're like, oh, we got to have our McDonald's. Let's pull out. Come on, guys. We need McDonald's back open. I wonder if Putin's got an idea. Maybe he's a big fan of the McMuffin in the morning, and he's like... Let's pull out. We ain't putting up with it. <laughs> what is this going to say about the world if this happens? <laughs> We're just messed up. McDonald's is what runs the world? <laughs> yeah. me. They're going to lose some weight. So look at the big picture there. Yeah. That's a good thing. No yeah. McDonald's. You get skinnier. So Now everybody's running around with their shirts off in Russia. McDonald's is leaving Russia, but Vladimir won't let his people be without fast food. Welcome to McPutin's. May I tell you what you want to order? McPutin's. Our burgers may not have beef because of unfair sanctions. So now the only beef we have is with the West. And forget about NATO-loving French fries. We serve dictator tots. McPutin's fries all their food in 100% Russian oil. Because no one else is using it. McPutin's. Want to sing the jingle? Da. Oh, I mean, da-da-da-da-da. It's time for Tuesday's Teacher Spotlight. Listen to this, Brandon. This is amazing. Mm -hmm. There's a first grade teacher in Michigan. Her name's Julia Coach. Now, during the pandemic, when classes were done via Zoom, she called a kid's grandmother during one of her online classes because the kid was having an issue with his computer. So as she's talking to this kid's grandmother, she noticed that she was having trouble talking. Hmm. So she hung up and called 911. She thought she was maybe having a heart attack, but it turns out she was actually having a stroke. And they said there's a good chance that her calling 911 saved that woman's life. When she started speaking, I could tell that there was something wrong. And the grandmother is having a heart attack, and the student didn't know what to do. So I need someone at that residence ASAP, please. Thank you for saving my life. Because it wasn't for them, I would have just not been here. I think that this teacher's action very well could have saved the woman's life, but at the least improved the quality of the rest of her life. Yeah, because the kid was busy trying to figure out what's going on with the computer. Grandma's over there. She never wants to tell anybody, you know, how grandmas are. Yeah. They're, if they're struggling, I don't want nobody to know or anything going on. And, and this is like a kid Michael's age. So there's no, I mean, he might not have even noticed anyway. What's wrong, grandma? Nothing, sweetheart. So I, what a way to go, teacher. What a way, how, I mean, to be so spot on and, and understand of a situation over the phone. That's crazy. I know. And this just shows how stressful Zoom can be. Yeah. Easier for the kid. And the teacher, but man, it was stressful for that grandmother. And and some some people were out, would have been outside of teachers, probably would have been like, well, yep, good luck with your computer, and just kind of wrote them off and moved on. No, yeah, let us on. know when you get it fixed. Let's let's fix it. You know, let's let me call your grandma and I'll get her. I'll walk her through fixing it. You know, whatever. And and look, save the grandma's life. <laughs> save the kid's grade. Save the grandma's life. Teachers truly do it all. It's a feel good moment. A grocery store in Nebraska broke a world record by making an almost 3,000-pound ice cream sandwich. Then, they divided it up and served it to families at two food banks. Every donation is so important to us. This one is so special because we know that it's going to bring so much joy to families and children who are just struggling to make ends meet. That's our goal, 5 million meals. Personally, I think we can smash that. What a great feeling it is. First of all, breaking a Guinness World Record. Second of all, helping out a couple of food banks that are feeding the less fortunate. And on top of that, giving them a little dessert afterwards. That's a feel-good moment. 
Bounced from the Roadhouse is hosted by Amy Rose and Brandon Jones, produced by Mark Houston, engineered by Chris Jacquez. Audio and video mastered by Russ Haddon. If you liked what you heard, please rate it five stars and leave a comment.